Hi, I'm Reina and you're listening to The Reina Sense, my meandering, freewheeling, improvised podcast where I talk to people that interest me about whatever grabs our fancy. This podcast probably isn't going to help you grow your business or save time or make money. It's not goal-oriented or results-driven or outcome-focused. So, put on your headphones, take a walk, go for a drive or have a little lie down and savor the bliss of doing little else but listening to eccentric people being open and honest and enjoying each other's company. If you dig my vibe, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. This is episode 1 of the Renaissance, numero 1, the first ek primera. I am so excited to start this podcast by talking to nobody else than my mother. This was actually done as a tech test. We were testing out the um app I'm using to make this, which is anchor.fm. It's a free app on my phone. And I thought it would be a 1 minute quick little sound check to just see if the technology worked. We ended up talking for over 50 minutes super fun conversation about unlikely relationships um so that's what we talked about and she reminded me of a dessert i made on the fly many many years ago that she still remembers so without further ado here's episode 1 of the renaissance featuring none other than my dearest beloved mother enjoy hi <laughs> it opens straight into anchor yes mm-hmm. and it's recording it's saying that it's recording this is the first yes. podcast recording it's working this is great mom yeah, this is for me also i know <laughs> i've before so this is awesome thanks for uh, indulging me in the the tech exercise but now i know that if the person doesn't have the um the anchor app downloaded then they need to enable their microphone on their web browser and i know now how to help somebody do that and i can also include those in the instructions up front to the person i'm interviewing so this is all super helpful info so thanks hey welcome mom on my podcast this is the rena sense haha <laughs> But, uh, in between it got disconnected i think it's the wifi that we have here so yeah. it, there was a disjointed uh, conversation in the middle but well, you couldn't hear me yeah and maybe you couldn't oh. hear me also. so there was some little drop in some words yeah but uh, it's probably my wifi because i'm away from the main uh, uh, modem yeah and and our wifi everywhere here has been reduced mm-hmm. so there are lots of yeah, drops dropping yeah drops everyone the... i mean 
everyone's mm. on the internet these days right because you can't Correct. meet exactly. so exactly. i think there's a general load yeah. on the system and the, mm. one of the other things was the the the, the guidelines for recording this successfully is to uh, to be near a strong network like to have make sure your your right network right. is strong and that mm. you're in a quiet place usually so there's not too much outside noise or interruptions so like in a room or in yeah. a car i guess in a parked car mm-hmm. um but so also i'm having I'm to all these pod- podcast in which they actually explain that i'm here in lockdown situation in my place in say california and you are in connecticut somewhere and where are you so they say okay i'm on my farm in connecticut and sitting in my patio and recording this for you and yeah. then they have a whole question and question and answers about their life and whatever that they're doing or not doing or changing their courses to suit the pandemic and all so uh, i just wondered how they do it and it's everywhere is such a clear and without any interruption the whole conversation yeah it's like your face to face it's like what you're hearing it's like amazing and the technology is so uh, uh really eye opener to uh, bringing people together from wherever whichever part of the world they are i know i mean that's the cool thing about doing it as a podcast is that it's very low uh, investment in terms of you don't need a camera you don't need a backdrop you don't need mm. fancy editing mm. and for me at least mm. it feels like the most intimate way like this is our conversation and and you yeah. you're sitting in bombay you haven't left the house in now how long two months a little more than two months now since march 10th i would have come and gone to india by now yeah i would have visited you yeah. oh yeah. and i would have left by now mm-hmm. all in this time and you haven't left the house instead yeah and i haven't left the boston came in today. fact your your departure date was two days ago like on 17 yeah i would have just left <laughs> wow well mm, and i don't know yeah. i yeah. mean things are starting to open up i don't know you would have got to go in the meantime it's <laughs> different everywhere you know different it's different uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's going to be a while i think i think it's going to be a while yeah but you know uh, people are going to take that experience and also looking at the the future in a different uh, um with a different eye yeah and with different focus as to what they will do uh for the next few years and how they will approach their life and their work and their career and the relationship so so that that's going to be an eye opener and uh, it also makes you uh, aware of how many little things you need material things and how the relationship yeah. and be connected through the technology matters so much because all we have been doing staying in our own homes but connecting to people via skype or whatsapp or through phone calls and messages so that interaction is very important as for a human being yeah but at the same time you don't need more than you know two sets of pajamas and maybe a jacket to just show on the <laughs> i know i have been i mean i have one drawer of clothes and one jacket mm. one sweatshirt like that are hanging in the back of the door um mm. and a dressing gown that i wear a lot <laughs> from the one drawer of clothes i have and this is a standard size yeah. 
dresser right mm-hmm. like nothing yeah. there's nothing in the closet there's a closet here but i haven't put anything in the mm-hmm. closet um because it's being blocked mm-hmm. by all my music equipment anyway so it's a pain to get in and out of right. and i don't need the stuff mm-hmm. i mean the fact that it's not deep winter in massachusetts is very helpful so yeah. it's not although it's very, yeah. in yeah. winter i wear very little i have very little variety in my clothing because first of all you're bundled up and you're mm-hmm. underneath everything so yeah. and you don't wear yeah. so things like mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. jeans and outer layers of stuff can be reworn sweaters and whatever so i've whittled yeah, down yeah, to yeah. pretty small wardrobe mm-hmm. and now in the spring mm-hmm. season um i mm. have so little in that drawer and i am not using mm. over half of it i i can yeah i would estimate that i'm using maybe 30% of what is in one drawer yeah but you know it's it's probably the the same thing for most of the people who are locked down even amongst yeah. our friends they are all saying that we have like maybe three or four sets of clothes that it keeps on like recycling because you know you mm-hmm. you don't out and attend any shows or parties or dinners or even you know like weddings and baby shower or anything yeah. of the sort for which you need to dress up for that occasion for for that purpose and that's not happening yeah so uh you you are not required to change clothes and yeah. have a ramp look or whatever so the salons are not opening so people are saying oh i need to dye my hair well it's okay we'll wait who's <laughs> going to see not nothing <laughs> so so bella must even we had the zoom call uh, she said i put scarf on my head and it's i said it gives you a very nice look she said yeah because i didn't want to show my hair. i mean yeah it makes me creative right yeah. i have found at least five yeah. seven different ways to wear this one oversized shirt that i have you know i can make it into mm. a skirt i mean not that i have mm. mostly being in the house is a big part of it right you're not going anywhere you're not really seeing anyone so that part of the dressing mm. up and wardrobe requirement is pretty low but even even that i have let me see i could probably pull hello, off hello hello one minute hello yeah minute. Uh, hello 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 one minute yes okay <laughs> are you is the signal cutting out it's cutting and they're getting stretched like da 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 da, da uh, 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 like that oh weird it's not yeah. happening here so i'm going to when i no, listen back i'm going yeah. to see what it picks up like if hmm. it's going to reflect your listening experience or if, i guess it will pick up mine because it's recording on my phone um because every every now and then it it says okay uh, uh connection error or reconnecting now it it shows me here on a little box oh. okay you can leave now like leave the conversation if you want it's oh. trying to re- reconnect so it's oh, the dropping yeah. from my side it's dropping yeah, from my side yeah it's probably your connection it's probably yeah. your connection yeah. so that's a good thing to keep in mind that i have to underline mm. that mm. yeah uh, my guests would need a strong connection i mean sometimes i wonder like in when things were really at the beginning of the pandemic and we were all uh you know furiously connecting mm. on the internet mm. um i used to think i used to wonder whether what would happen if like i don't know just hypothetically if the internet just disappeared yeah you know like if one day we didn't have 
telecommunications or a cell phone network or an internet network and mm-hmm. then what like i would there were definitely days where i would wake up thinking what if the internet is gone now you know what yeah. if yeah. i can't reach anyone through text or sms mm-hmm. it's not like I, i haven't been i haven't done much i mean i'm out of work so there's not like a lot of um day to day meetings and stuff i have to attend not that i was doing that much before i've mm-hmm. <laughs> actively moved away from that life i worked so hard <laughs> yeah. i worked hard to be yeah. Yeah. living in front of a screen as possible you know that it's mm-hmm. been years in making so mm-hmm. some pandemic is not going to make <laughs> so i'm working around those constraints but i would i mean i also thought that uh, most of my closest relationships and friendships and other interactions with people honestly are off offline like off uh, they're not public they're not even in person they are on the phone like there's oh. some people mm-hmm. i've met mm-hmm. maybe once maybe twice mm-hmm. in person like mm-hmm. years ago i have a friend who i met maybe 15 years ago we met once for a few minutes a friend of a friend and we mm. just hit it off right away and we've been mm. in touch ever since then he lives oh. on the other side of the planet oh wow. our lives have, <laughs> yeah our lives have gone in you know all over the place different directions different things mm. ups and downs and and mm. movement and but, change and but sometimes you just find a connection that that yeah. uh, hits you right at the heart you know so uh, and i've so many people in my life like that that i that i was thinking about that these are uh relationships that no one but me and the other person really know about yeah you know I'll, and they're very deep a funny story about uh not being able to see and having connection like so hmm. this is like my go to guys like you know like have i have a plumber yeah. and electrician and all. so <laughs> this guy no best friend vegetable, the the ha the best friends who actually make my house run <laughs> so yeah so so uh, this vegetable vendor who supplies me all the vegetables from baikala right yeah and this was almost 8 9 years ago that i happened to see this truck pulled up next to orient club and all these people were unloading all these vegetables so here i see the phone number on the truck i write it down i call him up and i said you know you deliver vegetables to orient up yeah i do which I is said, right next door yeah it's right next door so so he said yeah i said would you give me also some while you are coming here he said yeah i can but i have to have minimum order of each and every vegetable like certain parameters right. certain number of rupees and like i won't give you quarter of this and three quarter of this. everything has to be like by color style like one kilo one half whatever whatever so i started doing that 7 8 years ago and then about 3 years ago uh his delivery guy when he came here he asked me that you know i saw you walking around uh taking a walk in the morning at uh, uh marine drive so you walk every day i said yeah so uh, he said yeah i was telling my boss about it ke madam udhar chalti bhi hai so i said you have seen me i have never seen your boss you know what he looks like that pj whatever mm-hmm. so 
next week when he brought the vegetables he brought a picture of the guy i said i didn't ask him. <laughs> i didn't want to see him it was just a remark he said aapne nahi bola unko dekhna hai wo kaise dekhte it's like a match making with the vegetable guy to me <laughs> so you this was how many years after you'd been getting vegetables from him almost 4 5 years <laughs> Four or five years, you what? Like once or twice a week? How often would you speak to him? Ah, uh, once in about ten. Yes, uh, once in ten days. I get about ten days, okay. like three times a month. I get the vegetables. Once a month. So three times a month for four or five years, you yeah, talk yeah. to Vijay, the vegetable man. On the man, phone, yeah, yeah. On the yeah. phone. Yeah, I still so not seen him. Even, <laughs> and you still have not <laughs> met him. You still have not no, met him. No, I haven't met him. Wow. <laughs> So one day I But said, you know what I mean then like you have you can have these very intimate relationships for lack exactly. of a better word yeah they are like ongoing yeah. intimate yeah. relationships with someone you have never even met in person never met forget about like you know even meet the fleeting moment no not yeah. not even even once and i don't think he has also seen me like the driver has seen me <laughs> the, yeah. the truck can driver then <laughs> if, if you were on your walks and huh. maybe just hypothetically if he was also out like if he had a habit of mm. walking in mm. the same place around the same time maybe you mm. guys have crossed paths every time and never mm. known that each was the so, other can you imagine so addition, it's a yeah, yeah, like amusing me to yeah. think about <laughs> yeah but in addition to that now 10 days ago since the vegetable market the main market is shut so yeah. he's not supplying it to me and i'm trying to get it from other places so that that's fine but he said you know i can give you some mangoes because uh, it's a mango season and he has some uh, friends who have farms so he said can i pick the best one for you and i deliver it to you i said fine so he delivered it with couple of his uh, guys on a once in a taxi once in a two wheeler whatever whatever so now 10 days ago i ordered one more box of the alfonso mangoes so he calls me up saying ke bhabhi aap niche kisi ko bhejo mango aa gaya i said ke who the ke mai khud aaya hai now he is the one who is on the two wheeler come himself please send somebody time. down to pick up the mangoes yes yes yeah because he won't come up because he is on a two wheeler he is not going to Mm-hmm. and nowadays with the pandemic you know people are advised mm-hmm. to just leave at the door and collect it and then they won't come to the door because they don't right. know inside of the each building so right. i mean that's the protocol for all delivery people right so i get to see him but no i don't get to see him because he's wearing a helmet and he's turning on the other side of the face <gasps> uh, of the road and all i see is side hand and shirt and his the other leg which is on a wheel and then ajay goes down and gets the mango box and comes up and he drives off and that's it i don't know it's just one guy in a, a two wheeler with a helmet on <laughs> i don't know who oh that is so 10 days ago was the closest you know that's, of that he's come like yeah. downstairs yes. you could look yeah. out of the window and see him yeah well because But because he, he says come downstairs okay yeah. main khud aaya hu that's why otherwise could be any driver yeah any any delivery guy Oh my <laughs> so, gosh! What a close! It's like a encounter. Yeah. 
<laughs> isn't that i mean it, it's a story uh, yeah. of it's something like eight, nine, yeah 8 9 years yeah 8 9 years you know so of someone you've never met in person that you talk to so often it's like a pen pal yeah. you have vegetable vendor pen pal kind of reena <laughs> reena is recording a podcast For so she's saying just a podcast like how i listen to podcast hi pa <laughs> Anyway. You can't hear because I've got oh, a headphone. I know, I know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's anyway, so this, yeah, yeah, it's a story. <laughs> We have lots of fun stories, you know. But you have to think about some topic, and it'll come. <laughs> but <laughs> it came this. just now, dude. This is great. Like I would, I would publish this if you're okay with it. I would just hit like sure. We'll just. I love this story. It's a great story. Yeah, it's a great um, story. it's a very unique in a way that you know yeah. i i never met and how i connected and he agreed to deliver and then he knows my taste like you know aapko ye nahi chalega like certain vegetables you know acha nahi tha i he didn't send it to me because it's not up to my mark like he knows yeah. you know oh, the, i was thinking about that too because after so many years of regularly ordering mm. stuff the other person it's like you know when you go to i don't know your favorite restaurant or something you Correct. end up knowing what you like and the the people there is they're attentive and if they they stay over time they get to know you like you can't help but develop some kind of relationship some kind of yeah. knowledge of the other yeah. person like you know when the best time is to call yeah. him he has Correct. a sense Correct. of your ordering mm-hmm. quantities and 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 yes. the selection and you know i know yeah. in our household we have mm-hmm. always been very picky about Correct. which vegetables yeah, and then so- you give him feedback so, uh, like time you sent me no the, not just yeah uh, that i would you know. give him a feedback and sometimes like he would i would send him back saying that you know this is not enough i mean you take the money that's fine but i cannot use it just take it back i mean that would be my attitude mm-hmm. and he would replace it and i would always tell him okay take 2 rupees more per kilo from me i don't mind but give me the best quality because you know anyway i'm paying less by getting it from the wholesaler yeah. and he's giving me a great service by not charging me for the delivery charges because he doesn't have to come here specially for me he's coming next door anyways so yeah. both of us are beneficiary but for that i don't want to compromise on a quality so yeah. whatever that he gives to the restaurants and catering places and clubs is not okay with me so mm-hmm. you know size of a lemon or a, a gentle uh, uh, the 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 softness of the beans or you know uh, the firmness of the vatana or whatever the green mm-hmm. so all these things i'm very picky so when i place an order i say ke acche me acha green ma green vatana jo hai na kumla ma kumri fansi jo hai na nahi ho to nahi aata nahi aata if it's not up to the quality don't give it so mm-hmm. now sometimes he say ke aaj parwa acha nahi tha isse nahi diya even though i put it ke bhai give it to me he said ke no it's not a good quality aapko nahi chalega tha i didn't buy it. So, <laughs> you know, I have to. I would respect somebody like a vendor or a mm-hmm. server at a restaurant who will tell me, you know Absolutely. what, this is not mm-hmm. so good. I would not recommend this. Rather than they say everything is good because they yes. just want to make mm. a sale, I would mm. have much more loyalty, and I do. I have much more loyalty and yeah. respect for someone who can just be honest yeah. and say, you know what, this is good, yeah. but I don't recommend this so much, or it's not to my taste, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. and they'll know why mm. and or they'll understand yeah. what you're looking for and be able yeah. to save you from the heartache of like receiving yeah substandard yeah. and having bad uh, vibes yeah. between us you know why 
So even the fruit wala, that he is a long term relationship, you know. Yeah, even the fruit wala who comes comes here every uh, like we get it every week the fruits. So for the anjir and for the strawberry, he'll actually like three boxes from which he'll pick out the best of it and put it in my box. He'll charge me twenty rupees more for the box, but he'll give me that box. He said that you have to choose for me. So he will do that for me. because he knows that he'll i'll pay and it's extra effort for him is worth it yeah so and then he says ke diwali mein main mang ke aapke paas se 250 rupaye lega i said mm. give it take it like it's fine he's given me good service so yeah. it's it's worth it like his his time and attention is worth it so yeah and he appreciates that understand so, that like a discerning and, customer who's willing to pay a little bit yeah, extra yeah. for the quality that they yeah. want you know yeah. and you're still and, getting a great deal yes yes and i've actually come to you know there was a time long long time ago that i used to like you know go to grand road market and you haggle for the vegetables saying you know mm-hmm. it's like he says ki oh, 25 rupya hai aapko 22 rupya mein deta hai kilo par whatever whatever so yeah so i've come to the conclusion that you know i would say now at least for few years now these are small people they work very hard in the field getting things from the farmers to your place and giving you service and all they are small people so they charge you more they look at you there are crooks like you know they will say ke ha ye bada hai to usko zyada charge karo whatever whatever that is possible but i look at it like they are hard working they take maybe one or two or three rupees more per kilo home for them Yeah. they have so many clients they they make enough money but they won't make enough like a businessman or a financial consultant mm-hmm. or whatever so for small people i've stopped haggling i yeah. say whatever your price is you take 2 rupees more but give me good service and good quality take yeah. it and yeah. they are happy because they want to have a good relationship and person who will appreciate their effort yeah. and it works both ways absolutely then you can Yeah, yeah. 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 You know that's something that I think I feel like that's it's kind of I don't know if it's lost I want I don't want to say it's lost in the western world um but this uh, old school way of like appreciating and nurturing a relationship over time with a vendor uh, and being loyal to a customer to be loyal to a uh, vendor is something uh, I re- definitely remember growing up in Yeah. Yeah, that was also like that. Yeah, I mean we yeah. would passed down like the sons of the vendor mm. you know who take over yeah. the business yeah. and then yeah, i had taught you know uh, mm. you and whoever mm. was going yeah. who were the people that he developed these relationships with over time and then that got inherited yes. like you'd inherit yeah. these relationships yeah. with vendors you know this mm-hmm. guy for the best mangoes mm. this one for the best lychee yeah. yeah and yeah. it was an inherited thing and there's definitely a bond there that Yeah. you know and you also get to recognize the person yeah mm. sorry yeah 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 you get to know a person you also it's not just about yeah. the product but mm. it's about people mm. yeah 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 true, true i miss that i miss that i like that mm. you know mm. it's possible yeah. here you, you can know, do they, it with smaller businesses yeah. i'm sad like a lot of places small places are the ones mm. that have gotten hit the hardest mom and pop shop yeah. and local restaurants yeah yeah little yeah. dive bars and things it's but you know now it? what's happening with with this this pandemic here 
now the whole grant road market is completely shut for whatever reason like too many people too many close by whatever so so they have moved to august kranti maidan and also limited number of the vegetable vendors i have not gone there since i am not at the house but chandan went there once but now they allow the small cart vegetable vendors to come in your neighborhood mm. it's actually reliving like yes. 60s and 70s yeah like we used to have all these vendors coming by and shouting bhaji but so now he comes <laughs> and then there is a inda wala who comes the bread wala comes on the cycle he still used to come he used to still supply to Yeah. Uh, see, uh, Orient Club, and then many times used to buy uh, eggs from him, saying that he's come to the door. Nobody used to go walk, but so so all these people come now. Two different vegetable vendors come every morning, like a clockwork. One comes between eight thirty and nine, and the other one comes between nine thirty and ten, and both have like several different vegetables varieties, and some the same. But we have that coming to our doorstep, and they just go down and get it from every day. How they do it in the village, like. you don't buy you don't have refrigerator yeah so you buy it for two days vegetables and then again you buy some more mm-hmm. and you always have fresh vegetables and i i really like it so you don't have to keep yeah. it in refrigerator for 10 days and you get it delivered you know so yeah so really it's like going back to the smaller simpler things <laughs> four <laughs> sets of clothes yeah. and yeah. vegetables two days <laughs> every two friends <laughs> vegetables every days and you have that human one on one contact more like yeah, you can't yeah, be in, more. in in malls and giant uh, grocery yeah. stores and shopping centers but these yeah. the smallest ones you know the individual mm-hmm. sellers because you don't have like fancy zucchinis and yeah. uh, broccoli i mean they are all, all locals now but yeah. they don't carry those they carry things which are hard and that everybody needs for everyday vegetables mm-hmm. those are things that people use for fancy stuff but but the, they carry dudhi and parva and turiya and bhinda and kanasi mm-hmm. so kanda batata tomato like basic staples things that they carry mm-hmm. so And going back and to it's that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that basic clothing basic technology yeah. the yeah. fundamentals of close relationships which is really trust and loyalty when dada dadi was that we used to make paneer at home we never dada never bought outside paneer mm, i remember our home paneer was so good good yeah mm-hmm. no possibility so so now last week i said in a, uh, two three weeks ago i made a, uh, i mean bought paneer from outside and then you know somebody said in our group saying that you know i don't know how what has touched with those paneer and also let's make it at home so i said yeah that's a good idea and we made paneer at home after almost 20 years like dada dadi has been passed away like 23 20 Two three years now, yeah, ninety eight, so almost twenty two, twenty three years. So uh, after that, I'm making the paneer now. So I taught Chandan how to make it, and came out so good, so juicy, and and so soft. What a chai, malai paneer, proper malai paneer, yeah. no oil, no additive, no. <laughs> oh, so, nice. yeah. Make home. Going back to like, I'm just thinking going back to like. everything was being done at home <laughs> so mm-hmm. 
I know. I feel like we've been well trained for that. Like growing up, we barely mm-hmm. went out. We didn't go out much. We made everything yeah. at home. If you want dosa, yeah. there's dosas at home. If you want ice cream, there's mm-hmm. three kinds in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think in the eighties, your dada was having uh, Burmese khao suey and and cheese fondue yes. and spinach yes. fettuccine being made. I remember in the passageway mm-hmm. on that long <laughs> granite counter <laughs> with the hand crank. <laughs> machine <laughs> click to the edge you know and this yes. was a novelty back then nobody knew about this stuff let alone nope. make but it and yeah. serve yeah. it and, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of effort we were a big household so yeah. it made mm-hmm. sense you know for one oh. and two people to do that kind of yeah. effort is a lot but yeah which is why we i kind of slide no because you guys went away and then that that you were no more and so it's just two of us and then it was just too much of effort to do everything from scratch when it was available ready made in smaller quantities for us mm-hmm. so that's how all ready made packets of uh, idli no mm-hmm. kheeru and paneer and all that we just ended up buying like for a quarter kilo you know who's going to just sit down and make all this so, yeah but this like we've come a full circle i know <laughs> silver linings i suppose silver linings all started by your 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 bike and vegetable man <laughs> vegetable man that story that really story. i yeah i love that i love that story yeah. maybe now yeah. at this point at this point i wonder mm-hmm. if you will just go both of you your whole lives without actually having seen each other at this point, you know what Once I told him, you know, I used to go to Baikala market to buy when Daddy was alive. You know, we used to go and buy it in like ten, ten kilos of things, and then freeze it and you know distribute it and share it and all that stuff. So I said, I can come over there and then you know, see where your stall is. And you won't believe uh, when he had started deli- delivering it to me. Within a couple of years, I really did go. I went to Baikala market. I went at about six o'clock in the morning. I used to go around that time, six o'clock in the morning. And I asked two, three people, "Okay, where is this guy's stall?" Nobody knew his name, <laughs> so I, I didn't know where his thing was. Wow. And so, in half an hour, I came back home. And then that evening, I called him. I said, "May I come over? Up to there, so that I will not get you. He is very upset. So I have a feeling he may be having an office and a warehouse there to yeah. deliver, and he may not be having a shop there to yeah. sell it." Directly, to people, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, because it, he has catering. Yeah, if I mean, if they're sorry, if they're wholesale and mm, not in person, mm. then it might he doesn't need a storefront. Yeah, you know, as it were. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Wow, or, or a like stall. We have Phantom, store. the Phantom <laughs> Vegetable Seller. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call this episode <laughs> Invisible Vegetable Seller. Invisible <laughs> That's <laughs> who knows. Maybe he doesn't even. Actually, operate out of there. Like he could be from anywhere. He could be anywhere. <laughs> Wouldn't know. You know. Who knows? <laughs> But you get your vegetables. You talk to him. You know, there's somebody on yeah. the line who calls himself Vijay. Mm. <laughs> and some mm. other guy shows up. Maybe it's Vijay himself who shows up and just says he's a like. I'm just saying. I wouldn't. You don't know, but matter, <laughs> I don't know. You, the relationship is there. You still get your vegetables. Yeah. You get great yeah. prices, yeah. and you get good quality. And this has been going on for yeah. like ten years. Yeah, eight nine years for sure. <laughs> nine that's, years plus. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so this is your first podcast. I'm so uh, glad you are my guest. You have now officially. <laughs> this started off as a test. We were going to tech 
test test the technology mm. and i'll see i i don't know how the but could you could you actually like edit that stuff like when when you do this recording apparently i can um i think i you can i honestly i'm not a fan yeah. of going back to the thing and deciding which bits to keep and take out and i hate doing that which is why when i did no, live television not, also not it was nice me. i can add stuff mm. like i might just add a little thing in the front like a little intro and a little mm. music at no, the end no but like there are some words being lost and then you know there's some little yeah. stretchy word well, and maybe or maybe not like i'm hearing it mostly fine overlap ha huh. but overlapping yeah. of words so that yeah. you know conversation but like what you hear in the podcast uh, here we talk like we talk on the phone but in a podcast recording they normally wait for the something to finished and then then the other person takes up and then yeah. again you know question answer and it's like there is a little yeah. um discipline to to this um interview or conversation on yeah but it's me so. mom i have no discipline so <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the way but the, i i this is how i wanted it to be i wanted it to be loose mm. and free form and i will mm. learn better you know i mean it's hard with a phone call cuz you can't see the visual cues of somebody about to speak you know you can't see their body language you can't see if they're done with a sentence or in the middle of a thought and just taking a pause mm. so there's going to be mm. moments where we talk over each other yeah. there's going to be moments where i get so excited that i like trample over your words a little bit or vice versa that's going to mm-hmm. happen but honestly yeah. i like the immediacy of it i like the rawness of it yeah i like yeah. that it's not scripted i like that it's not formed mm. yeah and i, 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 I know what's going to come i don't know what's going to come i thought we would do a one minute test just to see and hang up and see <laughs> yeah we, we've been on 35 minutes now like this is a full episode this is exactly what i wanted to do Oh, I wow. had no idea we were going to talk about the vegetable vendor at all. This is my favorite thing to do. No, we should just have a conversation. It, it, it starts because you said that you had connection with one person with only like a fleeting meeting, and then it's been in your life for such a long time. So I said, not I didn't even have a fleeting meeting, and that's how the whole thing started. <laughs> so, But that's see, uh, that is the the beauty of real. real time conversation spontaneity yeah, yeah. spontaneity of it like by editing mm-hmm. and taking out the mistakes i mean i'm putting mistakes in quotes too because i don't see them mm. as mistakes i see yeah this is like a free flow where mm. this is why i like in music too i like improvisation because it's like a real time conversation mm-hmm. it's my favorite thing True. otherwise otherwise it's about execution like you've decided i mean not to say virtuosity doesn't have its own benefits and and yeah. you know strong points i'm lazy and i'm undisciplined so but i like being in the moment and i know that about myself so yeah. why not make a no, show i i wouldn't call it about no i wouldn't take. call it lazy berena i would call it like non conformist like sure. it's like you wouldn't want to work on it to make it like perfect because nobody's perfect it's so you gonna be would perfect. like it to be i like it's it. never going to be perfect you know how i cook I like it. To, I don't yeah. know what's going to come. I, I I turn on the into it. Yeah. Before I open the fridge. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. don't know what's going yeah. to happen and I like that. It's a little bit nerve-wracking. You actually you remember once when you think it's really relaxing for me to not have to think about 
what's going yeah. to be next and then remember it. That's stressful for me. But you remember once you had made a fake tart? You remember? When yes. this was a many yes. years ago. I remember that we were going to have a, a music a music concert in the evening uh, uh, past dinner and we were going to put out some desserts so i had and some two one or two savory things so i had already planned and you said you will make one dessert and i kept on asking you till 8 o'clock in the evening people are going to arrive at 9:30 when the concert was going to start at 8 o'clock in the evening until 8 o'clock in the evening i kept on asking what are you going to make or oh, something or oh, something or oh, something and then at 8:30 you started putting together what do we have in the fridge and what do we have this and and then you made the custard and you made the fig and you made the the crust and you put it all together and it was done before even people came on the table it was as fresh as can be and i still remember it so vividly i said my goodness she had no idea what we have in the fridge and here we have a fantastic tart oh <laughs> so, i remember making that and yeah. i was thinking about this the other day that i don't know if it's a defense mechanism i have developed over time because in my experience when i tell somebody if i think i know what i'm going to do and if i tell somebody what that is then other people start getting involved in the decision making or start taking over the the direction of the thing or give me other suggestions and i start getting confused or i feel like i get steamrolled mm. or i feel like i get micromanaged mm-hmm. and this is not directed towards you i'm just saying in life in general no no i i've I, had this happen exactly the other person wants to mm. get involved and they offer right, so without something from like i don't want input hmm. i want freedom to innovate and invent and and kind of improvise on the spot and those two two hmm. things are contradictory so i think i've developed this strategy of just saying i don't know and it's true i don't know and i leave it to the last minute yeah. there's something exciting yeah. also about the like having to do it in a short time right away then a lot of the decision making uh, and the post editing you know like i don't know it takes for me it takes a lot yeah. of stress for a lot, for most people i'm learning it's very stressful to not know and for me mm-hmm. actually very for putting to not know but i need to have planned i'm a very yeah. good planner yeah but not a good planner you know, but i'm a good <laughs> i'm <laughs> i mean that's why i think good executor <laughs> teaching the this like i'm teaching you know with the leadership training stuff i teach how to be present and how to improvise in the moment and it's mm. it's kind of nice when i'm using my strengths rather than trying to to suppress the things i have in favor of what people tell you you should be more, more of a planner and you should have more discipline and mm. you know no things mm. in advance and i'm like finally it's taken me <laughs> over 40 years to realize that I can use my strengths, the, just mm. accept them the way they are, and then find a way for them to to express themselves. Um, just find a container yeah. for them. Yeah, I remember that fig tart, and I remember. I know it's, yeah. it's been, it was very stressful for you to not know. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and and I was so impressed. I was so impressed. So you know there was an episode in MasterChef. I remember I found port wine in the back of the liquor cabinet that was like half yes. gone. I don't know what quality in that wok yeah. was crumbling. No, you soaked the fig in it and then I made some kind of you hot asked, sauce. Yeah. And then you made custard, custard and you said give that a yeah. 
and there was no custard powder. So he said, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll make it. And I said, how are you going to make it? Oh, just like that. There was no recipe. There was no cook. No, you didn't and take out anything. And we didn't have We didn't have internet or anything at that point. No, I don't no, think. No. We had a cookbooks. So I said, do you want me to look it up in the cookbook? And he said, no, 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 no. I know. It'll come together. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so, so there, there, there was an episode in MasterChef Australia. This was like a few years ago. Yeah. And so in that, they had uh, like three baskets in which like one was like a meat and a fish and one vegetables and one some fruits or you know, like some ingredients that you have to go pick out like five or eight ingredients and then you have to make something. And, you know, that's a format in like yeah. certain shows had that format. And the first time I saw that, I remember your fig tart. Oh. Because like, and then every time if somebody said, hey, what does your daughter do? I said, hey, you just give us some ingredients and something fantastic will come out of it. <laughs> you don't have to ask what you have. Just give us something that you have and she'll come something like she'll put something together and it'll be fantastic. This was my standard answer <laughs> because I was so impressed with this specific tart. But that, awesome. that, that and I, never chef, I have never, I don't, I, I have yeah. not made a fig tart. The first pasta I never made the fig tart again. No. That, that was the only but that we've had it in our house. <laughs> that's the beauty of being, you know, improvising in the moment for me. It's like it's never going to happen again, which is why when people ask me for recipes, no. I don't really have a good answer mm. because it's about what they're bringing to the table at that time, in that moment, and my mood, and the time available, and you know, there's so many things you can't yeah. replicate those things for me. No. I mean, I could go back and think about it, sure, but it's not yeah. fun yeah. for me. Then the excitement goes. It, it's, it's. I want something different. I, I was talking to Roma for yesterday, and she was talking about like chole and you know the cream center chole, and she said, you know. Everybody said, okay, mine comes out even better than that. So I said, okay, you know, can you give me the recipe? Because I have papala's chole. So she said, you know how I make. I just make it. I just put it together. I just look at it. And I've been making for so many years. So you have to, you have to write it down when I say there are no proportions. I just tell you what ingredients go in it. And then you put it together the way you feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which I know a lot of people find very frustrating because they want specific. No, things. but um, yeah. yeah. But I, I get it. because, But yeah, it's a different form of cooking, honestly. And I think it's a lost mm -hmm. art. Honestly, this is like, I yeah. started calling it embodied knowledge, right? Where your body and your senses... Mm. And you know, like when you say mm -hmm. like your, your hand has exactly. its own memory yeah. and own knowledge of amounts. Like when you say mm -hmm. pinch of salt or, you know, a dash of this or a sprinkle of that, mm -hmm. your mind, yeah. your thinking mind, your conscious mind doesn't actually know and is not measuring. But something in your mm -hmm. sensory memory has a sense like of yeah. which, yeah. just how it should taste. Mm -hmm. But I often mm -hmm. taste my food before I serve it. At least in home cooking. Yeah. For the show, I'm very, yeah. you know, I follow I do mm -hmm. recipes and it's a recipe show. So for that, yeah. that's fine. But my own cooking is very free form like that. And yeah. I think a lot of people would find it very fr frustrating to, to be a student <laughs> with me. But I would love to teach that personally, just one-on-one -on -one mm. for my own home cooking style. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. how do you But you know, this you know comes... This comes uh, intuitively better yeah. because see like even if Roma Fui tells me the recipe but the magic that she has in her hands her things come out so well because she cooks with intuition it's the same thing with you yeah. there are some people 
who read everything and still doesn't get it because they can't feel the the person that that the mm-hmm. the ingredients or the connection yeah you know it's just same thing with the art it's same thing with the music it's same thing with like you know home decor or so anything creative and artistic you have to feel from the heart and you know okay this is where it goes and this is how you draw and this is the color the correct color or you know so those are the things that comes that has a connection with you that's your style and that's your personality and that's your take on on that particular event you know yeah so, so it's, it's i don't know if it's a thing that can be taught but also i think what a lot of people forget is that is that there's a lot of i mean i won't call it failure but i've i've made plenty of food that i'm not enamored by that i don't love that's straight up you know a burnt this or oversalted that and there's lots of that you never yeah. hear about that right so all the and that's over time i mean intuition for me is also kind of there is some yes. natural talent but there's also <laughs> sort of experience and wisdom that's gained through mistakes over time mm-hmm. which when you just but give you me the recipe for mistakes that mistakes it, it excludes that it excludes all of that yeah you have to do it by doing it yeah. over and over yeah. again oh i've made things so many times i mean not the same dishes necessarily but worked with similar ingredients on different mm. stove tops mm. with a different equipment without trying to measure yeah. any of this or study mm. a bit but just having moved so much having been in so many yeah. different places in so many different situations and then paying attention because i'm interested in when i'm out or at somebody else's house what they've done with the same ingredients in a different way so that's inspiring mm. you know then that adds to your yeah. it's yeah. a toolbox but you have to yeah. use it yeah. over time like all i made last year was bread all i made i have made mm-hmm. the least amount of bread during the pandemic when everybody is now into bread make breads yeah I'm like i'm over that now i can make it i i had <laughs> i didn't get into sourdough at all just cuz also mm. <laughs> i'm a little like, <laughs> the anti snob with these trendy things um also i just don't need a thing i have to take care of every day i just can't handle it. yeah um so i'm making yeah. my same simple 5 minutes of artisan whatever the 5 minutes a day mm. bread recipe mm. once in a while mm. but i'm like we can just eat other things yeah. you don't have to suddenly eat yeah you don't have to you know, stick to that food. yeah so yeah but just doing it over and over and over again mm. i memorize the recipe mm. the first time i did it it's a very easy recipe it's no big uh, yeah yeah you showed it to me easy. you, you it sent it to me look at yeah. it as proportions yeah. like they all those numbers are related so yeah my my one oven is gone and the other oven is so i have the the thing but uh, i thought you know i'll bake but anyway <laughs> so it's, it's not happening too like in baking in india is a pain i bake i don't like it baking. is a pain yeah baking for me is a pain. it's so hot baking yeah in india for sure is like a giant pain mm. so yeah. yeah baking is a pain for me because i have to follow instructions and i have to mm. pay attention <laughs> to amounts and then there's so much to wash at the end it's such a mess and you yeah. often don't have yeah. like an actual meal you have a dessert or a treat or something unless you're mm. a savory you know yeah. like, a, like a, a yeah you you make a whole bread but you can have only one slice yeah, yeah. so you <laughs> one slice yeah. you make the Unless, yeah. yeah you're doing you know <laughs> so, lasagna or a casserole mm, or something i mean i yeah. really i very rarely make those things they take 
more planning and you know all all our friends are sending i'm making cannelloni somebody's making lasagna somebody's making like minestrone soup it's so hot i said i'm making salad <laughs> <laughs> making lettuce rolls yeah. I, i said i i don't want pani puri like things which are cooling and you know the servants don't have to cook in the evening i make it like a lot less for them why why put them through this hassle it's not necessary you know so it's a lot really it's a lot yeah anyways <laughs> so anyway wow Chalo. this is great i'm so excited yeah <laughs> it's almost 15 minutes I wow no see when i said an hour do you see did it feel like an hour almost this has been almost an hour and this was just our test so yeah <laughs> i mean i have really? fun i always mm. have fun talking to you mm. um, yeah so many conversations so, uh, long conversations. would i be would i be able to hear how it sounds like what he, my voice sounds like or what your i can hear what your voice sounds like yeah i think so um you know what i'm going to mm. do i'm just going to i'm going to listen back to it i'm going to see what happens once i end this call mm. i'll see what it right. prompts me to do um you know you know you can you can try two three times with me before you actually do it if i mean i'm okay with it yeah. i'm not i'm not doing anything anyways <laughs> so for but me also, it's fine this is great like i you know i like the idea of just starting somewhere just put it out this is what i did with the mm. with the chawantel tv show as well as like i made a commitment to no matter yeah. what put it just mm-hmm. publish it yeah and don't mm. think it's never going to be perfect yeah. like i'm going to learn by doing it over time so exactly it's like like the cooking like yeah. you do it again and again and you'll get good at it and you are good at it but you can find you of course of course so, and i'm never going to be yeah, sad. i mean i'm yeah. i'm an impa- i'm an impatient person with very high standards so by by <laughs> default i will never be satisfied so i've just learned to be satisfied with mm. what is there in the moment. No, but that's you that's, i enjoy that's the, the personality of this yeah. podcast yeah. yeah i enjoy the that's process a, that's a personal less hung up about the outcome and you know what whoever mm. this also for me is like a way to see whoever's interested in this approach to mm. to conversing yeah. or to life or to whatever they are the kind mm-hmm. of people i would like listening to this um mm. and maybe the kind of people i'd like to speak to like i'm just very interested in process and improvisation and and being yeah. raw but you can in the moment each so. each but each podcast can have a different flavor like it, it doesn't have to be the one can be it it can be like a a starter to a dessert to a soup to a souffle you know i, I mean it it can be anything whatever that's the, why depending the on the person flavor of end because i'm hmm, i'm exactly thinking, but i mm-hmm. sometimes feel like an yeah. you know like a like a fluid like i'm i'm like i feel mm-hmm. sometimes like water and then the other person is like the vessel so whichever shape they are i will yeah. mold not mold to be them but like together we make no. something each each relationship is different so the outcome yeah. of each conversation yeah. is necessarily going to be different that's just a given different. that's yeah. that's the beauty it is, of it. it is yeah that's what i love it is. about it yeah yeah it's not any one mm. flexing yeah. or changing it's like no the relationship yeah. is the thing and it's not the individuals mm-hmm. you know yeah so, so great this is it um, okay i'll send you Shut yeah up. i'll send you a thing I'll find out what I did, like, yeah. can make from this, and then yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, okay, we can do it two, three times until you feel, okay, you know, whether connection was not right or, you know, but uh, also if, if my phone was, right. no, no, like my phone was near or far. I mean, right. those kind of things that 
people can hear or the inflection like clarity or something yeah. like that i don't know i don't know but also so, i'm going to have less i mean i'm not going to have full control over what happens on the other side right like if somebody like par just oh, came in and said true. something or if a truck drove by or if your connection dropped i'm going to have to yeah. deal with that every single time yeah. all of those possibilities are so yeah no no i'm talking about you couldn't hear me or uh, if there was a interruption uh, yeah. because of something no so so if it needs to be tweaking from the other end they're saying that you know your wifi connection is not correct or lost the word or something is something like that i don't know what is required yeah so oh i also got, i also while we were on this call i got a notification from t mobile that i did in fact call you directly <laughs> earlier mm. and i have mm. okay I... 72 dollars of international cost charges i thought it would be close to 100 dollars um i'm going to call okay. them and see so they turn it down but let me go sort that out so my next call is going yeah. to t mobile to figure out Okay. I can get. Okay. How did that miss? Yeah. Oops. Hmm. Anyway, this was awesome. Yeah. You are my first guest. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My first podcast with you. Yay, Great. Mama. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Shalom. Thanks, mom. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode of the Renaissance. But before you go, here's a little something. If you want to tell me how you like this episode or give me a suggestion of someone you think might be fun to talk to on a future episode, you can leave me a voicemail. Just go to anchor.fm/therenaissance/message. That's anchor.fm/message. T H E R A Y N A S E N S E slash message, and you can leave me a voicemail. I might even play your voicemail on a future episode. So check it out, and thanks for listening. Until next time, don't forget to subscribe, share this with your friends, and take good care. I'll see you. Bye.